Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, February 15. Let's jump into today's top stories. Maryland AD Damon Evans quietly inked an extension in 2022 that will keep him in his role for at least three more years, according to InsideMDSports.com's Jeff Ehrman. The deal runs through June 30, 2027, and includes a base salary of $725,000 per year along with $120,000 in supplemental income and up to $45,000 in bonuses based on academic and athletic benchmarks. Extra Points publisher Matt Brown examines the efforts of a working group of FCS and 1AAA ADs and campus leaders, and Stephen F. Austin AD Ryan Ivey, who co-chairs the group, tells Brown, as college sports has grown and become more complex, our governance structure hasn't really grown up with it. It's very hard to get anything done quickly in the NCAA. As discussions continue about the potential expansion of March Madness, Brown says every AD he's spoken with believes the men's and women's basketball tournaments should include representatives from each Division I conference. UMBC AD Brian Barrio said, even if the top level of college basketball becomes explicitly professionalized, I'd still want everybody to be included in March Madness. So maybe it becomes a little more like the FA Cup. Well, a lot of people love the FA Cup. Brown goes on to note that the working group seeks to position college athletics at mid-major institutions as a social sector enterprise that focuses on educational outcomes rather than a business sector, and Barrio notes, I have students on my campus right now that without athletics, would not be in college. College sports is one of the largest scholarship programs in the country. We want to protect that. NCA Committee on Infractions member and former U.S. Anti-Doping Agency General Counsel William Bach has resigned from his post on the COI, citing the NCAA's policy to allow transgender athletes to compete in women's sports as a primary reason for his departure. Bach has served as a committee member since 2016 and was set to remain on the committee through August 2025. From Bach's letter, although I may not have agreed with the wisdom of every rule in the NCAA rulebook, I believe the intent behind the NCAA's rules was competitive fairness and protection of equal opportunities for student-athletes. This conviction has changed as I have watched the NCAA double down on regressive policies which discriminate against female student-athletes. If I'm there in a sport integrity role when there's massive, essentially authorized, cheating taking place and dramatically harming women, it's just a contradiction. I just felt like I couldn't seem to do that any longer and needed to resign with the hope that maybe, it, will cause other people to look at the issue more closely. Fox Sports, in conjunction with Horizon Sports and Experiences, will host the Women's Champions Classic featuring the women's basketball teams at Connecticut, Tennessee, Iowa and Louisville. The December 7th event will take place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn with games slated to air in primetime. Fox Sports Executive Vice President Jordan Bazant said, The Women's Champions Classic is the next step in Fox Sports' long-standing commitment to elevating women's athletics, and we are eager to showcase these student-athletes at the highest level, in primetime on the Fox Broadcast Network. Georgia State football head coach Sean Elliott is stepping down to take over as the run game coordinator at South Carolina. ESPN's Matt Berry said, spoke with Coach Elliott at the Senior Bowl in Mobile. He told me NIL challenges and player retention at Georgia State was going to get worse in this new era. Everything is fine. Nothing to see here. Football Scoop's Doug Samuels notes Elliott's resignation means the 2023-24 cycle is now officially tied as the most active head coaching change cycle since at least 2008, 31 total FBS head coaching changes to date. 2012 also saw 31 changes. As football coaches bemoan the transfer portal, 
Front Office Sports' Amanda Kristovich points out their own coaching carousel is only exacerbating the problem, writing, coaches, unlike players, have no restrictions for their own transfers, and not even eight-figure buyout clauses have stopped them from leapfrogging at the last second. 30 coaches have changed jobs this year, according to The Athletic, more than in any offseason in the past 12 years. Kurt Roth, founder of the New Mexico-focused 505 Sports Venture Foundation, tells Kristovich, the coaching carousel has a profound impact on the transfer portal, as it creates a domino effect of player movement and roster changes. While many spectators and pundits blame their teams perceived problems with the transfer portal on NIL activities, the ability of coaches to move around is arguably the bigger contributor to player transfers. In fact, Kristovich notes that because of the 30 coaches who have switched jobs this offseason, 2,550 scholarship players were eligible to enter the portal, not including walk-ons. The ripple effect of former Alabama football head coach Nick Saban's departure resulted a dozen players from the Crimson Tide and a dozen players from Washington entering the portal. The U.S. Department of Justice plans to scrutinize the new ESPN Fox Warner Brothers Discovery Sports streamer service over concerns it could harm consumers, media rivals and sports leagues. According to Bloomberg's Todd Shields and Leah Nylin, DOJ regulators will look at terms of the joint venture once it is finalized. As of now, the companies haven't been notified of the impending review and it may not lead to any action. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, February 15. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.